the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. We're going to be in for some fun on this two-hour broadcast of Come Together San Diego. I've got, it's kind of like old home week for me. A lot of people with whom I've worked through the years, actually, dare I say, decades. And we talk a lot about on this show about Christians and business, as you know. Well, today we're going to do a special uh, flavor on that. We're going to talk about uh, the Christians in business um, and also the fact that there are women. And I'm going to introduce to you a friend of mine. Uh, she used to go by Kathy Strunk. Now she goes by Kathy Selman. And uh, she is the co-founder of an organization called Wink or Women Inc. Corporated. And knowing her, she, it's I-N-K-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E-D. A Wink Women Incorporated. We're going to talk about women in business and how God's influence in them. And Kathy's, uh, she likes to come alongside of women and show them godly principles that they can take with them. Kathy, how are you doing? I am outstanding, Kathy. Yes, and are. I'm so excited to be here tonight. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. I have a chance. You know, I'm fairly prolific on Facebook, so I, I watch and see familiar faces, and I keep tracking them, and when I saw some of the things that Kathy was doing that were ministry-related, I go, I've known this about her for a long time. She has that God's heart kind of a thing, so to see her uh, incorporate those things in a business regiment was re- re- remarkable. So during the first segment, I like to take our co-hosts for Come Together San Diego, Kathy, and have them spill the beans on some of the things that they did in the past and what brought them to where they are today. Okay. So you're not going to be, you're not going to escape this Kathy <laughs> Selman. All right. Well, thank you, Kaz. Um, first, I'll tell you a little bit about um, my testimony, real, yes. just a, a quick testimony. And that is that I was, I was uh, baptized and following the Lord when I was a young girl uh, because I thought that's what I should do. And, but it wasn't really until about probably seven years ago when I really felt called by the Lord to completely surrender my life, recommit myself, uh, be rebaptized, and I'm telling you, Kaz, when I came out of that water in the San Diego Mission Bay, I felt like a new woman. My, yeah, that was you were baptized in the bay. Baptized in the bay. My, so my. baptized in the bay, and it really changed my life. God just came in and t- took over in a way. I mean, I'd been following the Lord, walking with the Lord, serving the Lord, but not like this. And so that changed my life. Um, Shortly after that happened, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. He ended up passing away a year later. This was a guy I met at San Diego State. I think you met him, Kaz. Mm. I was dating him when I was working at the ad agency. Well, with let's you. just say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's 40 years ago. <laughs> so my memory 40 years ago may not include I, I, the introduction to the, to the guy. Hunka, who, hunka. The, yeah, the, the guy who you had, uh, oh, yeah. had well, plans God, on. Yeah, I had, well, I didn't know I had plans on him, but God did. Yes. And God brought us together. My husband was not walking with the Lord when we met. And so I wasn't either. 
But God brought us together. He knew that. And my husband became a Christ follower a year after we were married and became a street evangelist. My. Yeah, it was a great, it just was a great, it's been a great story. It was a, we had a great life together. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so um, fast forward, I went into corporate America right out of college after I met you. I worked for some name brands and then I became a realtor. So I call myself a um, corporate refugee and a recovering <laughs> realtor who then became an entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of funny. But I really felt I was called to be an entrepreneur, to be in business, but I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me many years of struggling and failing to really find my place. You see, back in the day when we were first starting out, there was a lot of corporate branding and whatnot. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of corporation branding. I knew about that, but I had no idea what it meant to personally brand myself. And so I really was, I was failing. And so it really took God to come alongside of me and to start to show me what my uh, God-given natural gifts and talents were, that I started to embrace those and ask him, what do you want me to do with this, God? You've obviously given me these gifts. Obviously, you want me to do something with them. And so I became an entrepreneur. I started getting it together. And it was about that time I met my business partner, Gina Alanitaugh. And we were doing networking together and other groups and other businesses. And she's the one that had the vision for Wink Women Incorporated. Mm-hmm. So you were co-founders. I was, I'm her co-founder. Yes. yes. We were very good friends. And uh, she had the vision. And she said, Kathy, do you want to do this with me? And I said, oh, no. No. <laughs> are you kidding? I am not called to that like you are. Yes. But I'll help you. Nine and a half years later, I'm still helping her. My, my, my. <laughs> you know, I want to, Kathy, one of the things I bring people on to the show to co-host with me, one of the reasons I do that is because their stories, in other words, your story, is a story that can translate into the lives of other people that are listening as well, particularly my women listeners. I want you to know, my listening friend, that God does this. He stirs things in you. He puts you in a place. And sometimes it takes a while for you to get into where uh, you're meant to be and do what you've been meant to do. And part, part of this is part of the learning process that he mm-hmm. I- includes into your life and lifestyle. And if you hang in there with him and listen to him, he will put you in places where you can actually say, ah, there's my girl or there's my boy. They're, they're doing what I've called them to do. And I've trained them up. You know, like the scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are older, they shall not depart from it. That's a strategy of God too. I train up my kids in the way they shall go. And when they have gone through the streaks of going, I can do it myself. Thank you very much. Or, or the branding themselves, they're branding themselves, but, uh, they're the biggest thing in their life. Thank you very much. No, as soon as you, as soon as you realize that God wants you to brand, uh, brand yourself under His mm-hmm. brand, yeah. then it changes the whole thing oh. because then it won't be me, my, mine. It'll be us, our, ours, and the Lord. Oh. The Lord is my director. And when you have that humility, it changes a business that could be successful if you forced it yourself into a business that's God ordained and then it's in God's hands to watch it succeed. You want to talk oh. just briefly about that? Absolutely. I was just thinking, I was reading something today about how God still has a plan for us. It doesn't yes. matter what our age is. He had a plan for us when we were, you know, young and starting college, out of college. And I mean, he still has a plan for me at my age. I'm not going to give it away, but Kaz sort of did. And I did 30, 32 ish, somewhere in there. But shame on me that I keep taking away the pen and he can't finish writing the story. (laughs) Say that again. We take away the pen. We take away the pen for God to continue to write the story for us. Ladies and gentlemen, 
God has a plan for all of us. Our stories are not finished. So open up. Find out what you're good at. Find out where your gifts and strengths are that he's giving you. If you aren't sure, come and talk to me. Yes, yes, yes. Help, give me a website right now. That's while okay, we're you can go to womenincorporated.com, and that is W-O-M-E-N-I-N-K-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E-D.com. Yes. We're talking with Kathy Selman. And one of the things that you mentioned I want to bring to, to, to the fore to our listening friends as well, and that is sometimes the vision you have, God may have a co-founder for you, or he may have somebody to come to your right and to your left to elevate the vision and make the vision you thought was your own. All of a sudden, it is God's vision through you and a bunch of other people that he's brought around. And some people in their minds and hearts go, you know, I, I'm a pretty good number two person. or I'm, I'm a pretty good helper or help meet. Well, God's saying, okay, I mean, if that's the direction you want to go, let me connect you with other people, mm-hmm. and you can be a helpmate for a while, but all of a sudden, I may just blow in on your uh, on your heart and say, now that you've got the education in this, now it's time for you, that idea you had, use this as your springboard. Mm-hmm. So, Kathy, it, yes. uh, this, is, this is what you're doing on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis when you're talking with women in business or thinking about business. Yes, absolutely. So, we are, we are talking to them about business, about how to, how to, to um, either start a business, change their business, yeah. or grow in business, mm-hmm. gain confidence. So, yeah, there's, it's just su- such a wide variety of things that we do. And, in fact, you know, I'm still being called to other things. And that's I'll talk about my widow coaching. Oh, my. A certified life coach. I don't even think you know about that. I saw a little bit about yeah. the widow coaching because due diligence, I kind of go in and yeah, you wanna, look behind the scenes yeah, of, of what course, people are doing. So course. I know a lot of things about you, and I may not tell all you of them. Do. Don't <laughs> tell them all. I won't. But, anyway, <laughs> but it's definitely under the umbrella of everything I do in inspiring women to be all they were called to be using their natural gifts and talents. Yes, yes, yes. Them. Kathy Silman and Wink, or Women Incorporated, uh, we're going to talk more about other things, but she talked a little bit about some of the stories of other people. We're going to talk about that in the next segment, because when she starts telling these stories about other people and where they were and where they are now and where God is having them prepared and targeted to go, you're going to see yourself in these stories as well. So Kathy Silman of Wink, Women Incorporated, and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we're back. Co-host Kathy Silman, a wonderful communicator and the... I call it business, or some may call it a ministry, but it's a little bit of both, and it's called Wink, or Women Incorporated, and it helps women in the business environment become whom they've been called to be. Kathy, it's really good to have you. You know, we're going to talk about some of the stories, and I know you've got a few, about some of the people, success stories, and maybe some challenging stories, too, that can help our listener uh, listener base move forward into what their calling is, and maybe business related may not be. So you've got those insights. But before we do, would you indulge me for just a moment or two? One of the things, my listening friend, you know we like to do on this show, when there's activities going on in San Diego County, we like to bring those uh, on the radio and just mention them in passing so that you know that uh, there are things going on that you can be involved with. And uh, K-Praise is doing an actual event. It's called the Revive Pastor Appreciation Dinner and Listener Event. Uh, it's uh, presented by Southern California Seminary. And, you know, this is a th- way for 
for Cape Praise to come alongside of many of the pastors that are doing on-air things, but also listeners, people like you, uh, and show appreciation for this. Uh, This event is happening September 20th. It's a Friday, September 20th, from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., and it's going to be at a place that many of you know, Pastor David Jeremiah's church, Shadow Mountain Community Church at 2100 Greenfield Drive in El Cajon. But there's going to be a pastor's appreciation dinner at 4 o'clock, and then 6 o'clock uh, at at, uh, at the location there's going to be a Cape Praise Revive listener event. So I want you to pay co- close attention to this, and here's how you find out more about it. It's real simple. Go to www.kprz.com, and then just look around. There may be an event uh, button there for you to click, or just it's, they post this everywhere on the site too, so you won't have to look very far to find out about the Revive Pastor Appreciation Dinner and Listener event, Friday, September 20th. Check it out, my friends. It'll be great fun. So, Kathy, we're talking about what God has stirred in you, but also it's an opportunity for you to share some of the stories that you have, because a lot of times a person, they can hear the diatribe of somebody's vision and things like that, but when it gets to be personal is when they hear like Jesus used parables. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to ask you to tell a few stories about things that have gone on in your experience from the Wink Women Incorporated business endeavor and how it can stir other people uh, to be involved in that kind of thing as well. Kathy, lay it on us. Great. I love to talk about this, Kaz, because over the years, we've probably had thousands of women walk through our Wink doors in one one way or capacity or another. And recently we started offering four-week group coaching masterminds. And we only take four or five women in these masterminds, and then they get two-on-one coaching from us. So a lot of intense business coaching for my business partner and I. And we have seen incredible changes and transformations and businesses growing from some of these women. What do these women look like? I mean, is there a specific age or a specific uh, background, uh, skill set or anything like that, or from everywhere? And they mostly San Diego County at this juncture? Give us the overview and then tell the story. At this juncture, they have been mostly San Diego County. But as we're taking Wink online, uh, we're going to be having more women out of the state, all over the world. We'll be able to to, uh, minister to them and to help train them. So these women are all ages, too. We had women, we've had women in their uh, late 30s all the way into their 70s that have joined us on these masterminds. I mean, if you can believe that, people, there are women that are still starting businesses in their 70s because they feel called. Yes, They yes, feel yes. called to do it. And so we've had them in these group masterminds and just seen uh, changes. I mean, for instance, we have a woman, um, she has a, a business, small business where they make homemade foods, delicious gourmet foods. Mm. And they had a, a vision to open a restaurant in a few years. Well, after being in our four-week mastermind, <laughs> I could not believe it. But just last month, they opened their restaurant. Oh, my, my, my. So this yeah. is a, a vision realized. It was a vision realized. They were inspired. She overcame some personal uh, situations she was dealing with all in this four-week coaching program that she did with us. That was just one woman. Yes, but also one of the things that you offer, and I think this this is wonderful, and that is there's a there's a there's a, a peer group. Now, I mean, it's not like you're out there and all of a sudden you're all by yourself on this branch all by yourself. You're there and you have people that can support you or encourage you and say, watch out for this. I, I, I look at this scar. I want you to learn from my scars. Right. Actually, I do call it the community. Um, and I'll go back to the group coaching thing and whatnot. But we have a huge community of women. Yes. Yeah, we're not doing this alone. It's not just my business partner and I. 
forging these waters. We have a large group of women that have come in. In fact, they're calling themselves the sisterhood. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a word that we were really leaning towards years ago, but we have adopted that. I love it. Because we are a sisterhood. We, we, We support each other. We encourage each other. So not only are women getting coaching just from Gina and myself, but they're getting it from these other women as well who have incredible experiences in life and in business. Yes, and uh, so it, the, the, one of the big things that is helpful is having somebody at your side saying, come on, you can do this. You know, like uh, how many times, my listening friend, I'm going to speak to you directly right now. How many of those ideas do you have milling around in your head and you go, you know, those are nice, but you know, I've got family issues and I've got, or work issues, or I've got other obligations, uh, and or I'm not prepared for this kind of a thing. And God says, it's time. You know, we're in a time right now that he's calling on every believer to take what our calling is because we may think it's, it's X, Y, Z, but he says, I'm going to connect you with an ABC. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. between the two of you, you'll have the whole alphabet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you need to be aware of that and move forward. Absolutely Kathy. move forward. And in fact, there's a couple of things I want to say about that. You know, if you don't have the belief in yourself right now, talk to us or talk to somebody else who believes in you and borrow their belief in you. Ooh. Isn't that good? It, it is. But also one of the things that you have, but you don't hard pound this thing. You have Judeo-Christian values mm. and you have a, a high moral caliber and a good mm-hmm. business acumen yes. and these kind of things. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that a person really needs to know. And you, But you're not t- telling people you have to come in uh, as a believer. No. Or if you don't, we will make you one. No. You, 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 it's kind of a lifestyle ministry. It is a lifestyle ministry, and thank you for for bringing that up. You know, we are faith-based at Wink, and we do everything based on biblical principles in our life and our business, but we are open to women of all faiths or no faiths. (laughs) You know, we're here to to serve women. Um, And then second, I just want to say about our personal brand and being called into a, a business. I take this very seriously. If God has called you to something and giving you gifts to do something in life, in business, you need to do it. Yes. And if we don't do it, we are not being obedient. Yes, and that's yeah. part of your your counseling. This is one of the speaking of branding. That's part of your brand. Is, is yes. you're you're a stirrer upper. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm a stirrer upper. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. You've got a couple more stories. We've got a little bit more time okay. in this segment. Yeah, I'll just I'll mention another gal who we've been coaching through this four week uh, coach uh, group coaching mastermind. So for a few years now, she has had a program that she's wanted to put together. It's a it's an online yoga program. She wants to sell it through videos. And so she's been really dragging her feet. She hasn't had any women, anybody to really help her push this forward. And so just a few weeks ago, she joined one of our masterminds. And now she has this program buttoned up, ready to go with a price. And it's very affordable. It's wonderful. And so she just, she's blown away. The confidence that she's gained in herself in just My. a few weeks to be able to finish this up and put it out there is amazing. It is. It amazing. Is. So I'm going to have you give another story or two, but, but, but as we close this segment, I'm going to ask you, Miss Prayer Warrior, because I know that you are, I'm going to ask you to pray for our listeners and to ask them to open their hearts up for what God wants to whisper in their ear about a business or partnering in a business and see where it goes. Because this is the time, isn't it, Kathy? Yes, yes. We need, we need to be out there. Yeah. We need to be visible in business and in the world. And what better way? In fact, I, if, how much time do we have? I'll bring up a way. You that, got about three, okay, three minutes. I'll bring up this. a way that you can be very visible if you are a believer in business. And I that like is it, Kathy using, Silman. I know. I love it. That is how, <laughs> you can be visible by using video on Facebook or yes. any social media platform. I do a five-day video coaching program for women that, women, women that know they need to be visible, but they are scared to death to be in front of the camera, and they don't know what to say when they finally get there. And I have seen women, I, I've, I've offered this to hundreds of women, they've gone through my five-day program, and within two days, their confidence has gone through the roof, 
They are confident in what they're saying. They know what to say. They have a content calendar now, and they are out there doing videos promoting what God's called them to do. I love it. It's so important yes. that we, are, we become visible. And, you know, well, with the, the media the way that it is now and, you know, the smartphones and things like that, it's, so, it's really so easy that you can do it at just a couple of buttons and you don't even have to be a videographer to do this thing. And the quality is there. I yeah. mean, the quality's there. The qual- people aren't looking for perfection. They just want to see what your heart is. Oh, the, say that again. They don't want perfection. They want to see where your heart is. I love it. Right? And I think, you know, God could be saying that in your ear, my friend. I'm not looking for perfection from you. Oh. I want to see your heart. Oh. I'll take care of the perfection yeah. part. Don't worry about that. And that's what I think he's telling you, isn't he, my listening friend right now? Yes. So we've got about uh, a minute or two here. Uh, What I'd like you to do, Kathy, as we talk about uh, Wink Women Incorporated. By the way, Wink is is she's a marketing person and (laughs) Wink, W-I-N-K. And so the acronym is W-I-N-K is W stands for women and Inc means incorporated. You guys are you and your partner. You're just just so smart. That was a God thing that that God gave my business partner. Uh You know, it took a while. She prayed about that. What, what, do you, what do you want us to call this? And that's what came to her. And he said, yeah. he, and he said that. Incorporated. Yeah, he, that's and he said those things and said, mm-hmm. wink, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Oh, wink, too, wink. Uh, too cute. Yeah, it is cute. If you, it is if cute. you were going to use that corny thing, it, analogy, I was. It is cute. It is fun. <laughs> it is catchy. We use colors. We use pink. We use orange. We've just, we, we have fun in business. Let me just put it that way. Yes, yes, yes. My listening yeah. friend, if you're, you're enticed by the things that uh, Kathy Selman is saying and, and feel like maybe you want to open yourself up and let God stir you to go into whatever that business or creative venue is, I'm going to have Kathy, a prayer warrior, pray this over. She's going to take over you. She's going to take about a minute, and then we're going to go into a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about uh, the people, but also the venues and the projects that she's worked on as well. So, Kathy, give us a, a brief prayer for our listeners, okay. and we'll go into a break. Cut me off when you need me to. I will do okay. it. Okay. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're so grateful that we can be here tonight and speaking to lots of people out there, God, women who are thinking about businesses. They may be in a business, but they feel they're called to do something else. Maybe they're in corporate America right now, Lord, but they know they want to be doing what you've called them to do, Lord. I pray right now that you just... Put on their hearts, open their ears, Lord. Give them the confidence and the courage, Lord, to take that first step, Lord. We we offer and we're available to, to offer so many um, so many resources to help these people, Lord. I just pray that you'll have them reach out to us, Lord, and let's get going and getting them started in business, Lord. Thank you for these people. I pray that you use them mightily to just further your kingdom, the kingdom in business, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Kathy Selman, you can tell that she's a motivator. She's a motivator. Uh, Wink, uh, Women Incorporated, and Helping Women in Business. And my listening friend, that's, that's, that's our heart cry. You know, here's the deal. I'm going to make an obvious statement to you, and then we're going to use this to launch into our break and prepare for what's next. Women do things differently than men do. Duh. And so a lot of times the, the strategies that a woman has, a guy will go, oh, yeah, sure, but you need to go A, B, C, D, E. And they go, no, I'll just go A, Q, F, M, L, Z. Thank you very much. And if you look at the innovations that a woman can put together, it's going to be different than a guy, but that difference will will uh, carry its own different kind of success that a guy couldn't even approach. And sometimes, think about this, there may be even a value of you teaming up with uh, ladies in your business and use their power or them teaming up with you and using your power. And all of a sudden, if one can chase a 1,000, two can chase 10,000. 
We're going to talk a little bit more about this in the next segment, aren't we, Kathy? Absolutely. Okay, my friends. Uh, Kathy uh, Selman and uh, I will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. We are having so much fun. It's almost illegal, but not quite. Kathy, how are you doing? Kathy Selman, Wink Women Incorporated. And uh, really good to have you. A longtime friend. We can count our friendship in decades, but we I don't think we've seen one another for probably... 40 years. 40 years? 40 years. I know. Hard wow. to believe. And you haven't changed a bit, Cass. Well, well thank you. But we, st- we have the same color here. It's the Grecian formula, I guess. <laughs> Mine's natural. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you need to... When, uh, your picture's on your website, is it not? Oh, my picture... Well, not on the website, but on my Facebook page, okay. which is where I do most of my marketing. So tell, tell us how to get to the Facebook page. You, you need to see this beautiful silver hair and she says it's real i call it platinum they call huh? me pla- they call me platinum actually. so what's the facebook okay so really it'd be easiest to find me uh through kathy Selman, k-a-t-h-y-s-e-l-m-a-n and i'm in orange yeah she's in orange well she's in orange tonight as well that's my brand my personal brand is orange and then i think if we connect that way then i can connect you some of, to some of the other groups and platforms that we offer yes 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 my friends when i was th- Praying about this show, obviously this Proverbs 31 came into my mind, and this is really what uh, Kathy does, is she helps people identify what their calling is. But let me just give you a piece of that, and we're going to use that as a springboard, because I'm going to have Kathy talk about some of the projects and venues and internet involvements that they're involved in. But I'm just going to read you pieces of this. This, is, this chapter is known as the, the Proverbs 31 woman, and it kind of illustrates how magnificent the, the, the female side of uh, humanity is and what they can do. And my male friends, if you're in business, you know that there's a, a, a nuance of business that cannot be attended to that, that you know, without a woman's touch. And, and this is not, I'm not being sexist or anything else. There's just two pieces of this major puzzle in God's plan for great things to come to pass and women play an important role. In Proverbs 31, 13, it says, she, the woman, seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands and now she also is like a merchant uh, like the merchant's ships she brings her food from afar she rises also while it is yet night and she gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens she considers a field and she buys it and uh, with the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. And I could go on and on about this, but the truth of the matter is, ladies, if you're not realizing that you've been endued with things that a guy can't even approach, and maybe doing it from a different way than a guy could ever think about doing it, you need to be aware of this because God's calling on you to be whom you've been called to be because he's got great big plans for you. 
If you don't think you can do it by yourself, don't worry. He's got a person to your left and to your right who can help you with it. One of those people to your left and to your right is a friend of mine named Kathy Selman of Wink Women Incorporated. And I'm going to have you, Kathy, in this segment talk a little bit about some of the projects, venues, and internet involvements that you have. My listening friend, this may be something that stirs you and you go, oh, those are projects I'd like to get involved with as well. And I'm going to invite you to invite them. Kathy, why don't you lay it on us? Okay. Well, thank you, Kaz. We actually, for the last nine and a half years, we have been offering in-person networking groups. And we started out, we were one of the few uh, networking groups that only focused on women. And over that time, lots of them have grown out of that. But we have had at one time up to five different networking groups throughout San Diego County. We're now down to just one because we've decided um, we're going to take a lot of our business online because we do feel like we've been called to reach many, many women, Mm -hmm. not just the women in San Diego. So if your business category is available, you can still come to our networking group in San Diego. And if you contact me, I'll let you know. Business category. Tell me what that means. Meaning we're an exclusive networking group, Kaz. Only one woman per business category. One banker, one attorney, one physical trainer, one chiropractor, just one. Mm -hmm. And so they have that exclusive category all to themselves. And then we are an extended marketing team for each other if you're familiar with networking groups. And it just mm-hmm. works really great. So reach out to me, and I'll let you know if that's available. Uh, next, all of you women are invited to join our free Wink Networking for Women Facebook group. It's a private group. It is it is free, and we have about 1,000 members in there, and you can promote your business in there and learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I will connect you with that as well. You might even be surprised that you might not only learn a lot, but you might be able to share a lot of well, things from which you... Absolutely. Of course, it's a lot of giving back, of course. Sure. We're all big, always big about giving back. Um, next is our group coaching masterminds, which I talked about. We're going to be getting ready to offer this again. So I invite women to join um, the waiting list yes. and then we'll give them more information about this. But this is a great way, women. If you are curious about coaching, but you're not quite sure if you want to hire a one-on-one coach, hire a group coaching uh, situation. It's uh, reasonably priced and you will love it. It's a what does that group. look like? What does it look like? Yeah. We have about five women plus Gina, my business partner and myself. We meet once a week for four weeks for an hour and a half online. This is all online. So we make it very easy for you. And we talk about, about whatever we coach them on whatever issue they're having a challenge with that, that week in their business or in their, their personal life. And so these, these, let's say there's five or six other women besides the two of you, yes. the co-founders. Yes. And you guys get together and you talk about a, a specific challenge per, 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 per conversation. Per woman. Oh, per, per woman. woman. Oh, I see. Yeah, they get very focused coaching. It's unbelievable. Two on one. But but Plus, now there's other women involved in this while you're doing this. So yeah. the other people can glean from the wisdom they, that you share one with another. They can glean and they also can share because they have lots of life and business experiences yes. as well. Yes. Okay. And then next we have the Bink, Wink Business Women Online um, membership group. Now this we do charge for and I have a special offer. Maybe I should bring that up at the oh, end, Cass. Well, but bring up now. Okay, I'll bring it up right end. now. Every month, every week of every month, my business partner and I go online. It's in a Zoom meeting and we train on a business topic. This week we're all about social media. Ladies, if you are not involved or knowing how to build your social media, you will need help. Normally, um, we charge $37 for this for a monthly uh, price, which is incredible for what we yeah, get. Very reasonable. But we're offering the K-Praise listeners. Come on. K-Praise listeners, <laughs> get it now. <laughs> Just $27. 
Now, they can go back and get all of the content that's already been recorded. They can try it once. If they decide it's not for them, they can cancel. So they go to to what? Uh, they can email me, Kathy at womenincorporated.com. Right. If there's a way that we could post that that link, yeah. and then I'll send them the link with the special promo cord, cord, uh, code for that. Well, as you hear her speaking about this, you can tell she's been in the marketing advertising business. That's where we first met uh, a few <laughs> decades ago. And she's always been very good at marketing. And one of the nuances that she has and has increased through the years is her intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yes. So while she was always a, a young go-getter, uh, adding this mm-hmm. uh, in, increased uh, a level of intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ, it not only tempers a person, but it empowers them. And uh, we've got uh, a couple totally. minutes left in this segment. You want to talk a little bit more about how Holy Spirit in your life has changed the rules in a very good way and how it can do that with our listening friends who are thinking about it themselves? Well, something that you just said, Kaz, really struck me, and that is about how I was in business you know, for many years, obviously, but I didn't have the Holy Spirit in me. My. Made a big difference. And then when I started coming out <laughs> into <laughs> my real self of who I was called to do, I almost felt embarrassed. I didn't feel confident about who I was. I didn't realize that these were really the gifts that God gave me. I'm a pretty outgoing person. I have high energy and I felt like I was almost um, not being the real me. But as I got more comfortable with what God had given me, I realized this is me and this is what he wants to use me exactly like for this purpose. And so I would just encourage all other women um, that are in business or are thinking about business to not be afraid to use what they've been given. We're not all extroverts. A lot of us are introverts, and that's okay. God can use all of us. Use what you have been given. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Well, in fact, you know, I, I'd like to devo- devote the entire next segment to what that might look like in the lives of our listeners, to take what God has given you and use what you've been given mm-hmm. and allow him to, what do you say, multiply it and, and, and to help you define it. Sometimes, you know... We we have an idea, a general idea where we want to go, but then God's saying, I got to get you to start somewhere. And once I get you to start somewhere, now I'm going to open your eyes. You know, like the, the, the guys on Emmaus Road, they were dejected because Jesus had left them and they didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden they eventually they realized that he was right there with them all along. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is realize that. When God gives you your visions, understand that he's right with you all along. And when you get that revelation, it can empower you. Mm. And we want to talk about that empowerment in the next segment. My listening friend, I hope you're inspired, in particular, the women that are listening to the show. I hope you're inspired to hear God and take him at his promise. You give yourself to me. You give your vision to me. And then entrust me to be your partner. Mm-hmm. Then look out, world. Yes. So, Kathy, you want to spend the next segment talking about this? I know you hey, do. Hey, I do. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we hardly wait. But Kathy Selman of Wink Women's Inc. Incorporated and I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Okay. Our buddy Kathy Solman of the Wink Women Incorporated is training organization and a ministry-related thing as well, and it just helps women 
discover who they've been called to be and, uh, and kind of pushes them forward into the getting involved in business and helps them learn what the dangers are and helps them navigate through those things. Kathy, you're, you're a marketer. There's no question about it. Uh, what would you like to tell us about uh, stirring up a woman? There are a lot, a lot of lady listeners uh, on this show, and we have talked about personal brand. And a lot of women go, I don't have a clue about what my brand, in. I'm, brand is. Basically, I'm alongside of other people. But God also wants you to be whom you've been called to be. So let's talk a little bit about uh, a, a woman adapting the mentality that she is a, a brand. The, the, the scripture talks about fire brands of the Lord. You're a fire brand of the Lord. And the uh, Lord wants you to identify what that is and who you are and to move vigilantly into it. So talk to us a little bit about that, would you, Kathy? Kathy Selman. I will. Thank you, Kaz. Um, one of the ways that we uh, coach women on how to find out what their personal brand is, is to reach out to some of the p- women that they're closest to and ask them to describe them back to them. Tell them what they see in that woman. What, what, what are their strengths? What, what do they feel, uh, how they stand out from the crowd? Ask other women because we certainly, if you haven't branded yourself, we have. Yes. Trust me. One of the things that I've, I've realized is I know I've got good relationships with a lot of females, my wife especially. Yes. And a lot of times the, the attitude is, uh, I, don't, I don't think I really have a brand. If you step back from that person and you said, are you kidding me? I can, I can give you about five or six different accolades that identify you uniquely, and they don't even realize it. So how do you have them come to a revelation of what those accolades are, Kathy? Yeah, and you know, I don't think it's just women in business. Every woman yes. and every man has a brand. Mm-hmm. And if we just, we're just out there doing a job, not maybe as an entrepreneur, but people, people know of us by who we are. Yes. And so ask them to call you. Um, so I, now I've lost my train of thought but, on but, what I was saying. Uh, but but we're gonna, I'm going to let you find that again. But I want to just share something with you, my friend. In the book of Revelation, it talks about Jesus uh, has a white stone for you. And the Bible says that he has written your name on it. And no one knows the name but he and you. It's kind of like he has a brand for you that it was written on that stone. And when you have that revelation of how he sees you, then you can go forth mightily. So God mm-hmm. wants you to be branded with his brand and let other people see how he has made you unique and different. And some of that may be a business regimen. Yeah, actually, I was just reading in one of my uh, devotionals recently about how do people see me? How do they see us? Are we really portraying, are we Christ-like? And uh, that's such a great question. But I wanted to bring up something, Kaz, and this is a ministry that I'm involved with, if you don't mind. And it's called the uh, Resolution for Women. You've probably all heard of Priscilla Shire, right? The War Room. Ah, War Room, uh, I'm familiar with. Last, and, and my friend, just for your information, yeah. she's holding it up to the microphone yeah. so you can sense this through the microphone mm-hmm. since it's a radio. Anyway, <laughs> I, I but we've got a live yeah, stream Yeah, we have a video, live stream. So but anyway, I wanted to show this. She can get away with that. Yes, but um, <laughs> really, this this is such a great ministry because it really helps women to become, um, who, who are we? We want to be biblically feminine. Yes. We want to be confident in who God's called us to be. And this entire study is about that. It's about how God has made women different than man. The resolution the resolution for, for women. women. And so I do a, a ministry uh, with some other women on this, and it really ties in with what I do in business as well. Yeah. I see, I don't see any separation at all in branding 
uh, from a biblical perspective or from a, a business corporate perspective. Yes. So yeah. l- let's kind of walk through the process. It seems to me that the first issue for a woman is for them to acknowledge the fact that they are unique. I mean, because a lot of times you go, no, nah, I'm just kind of a reflection of other people around here. You are unique. And at the, at the juncture where you can embrace that is really the springboard into so many other things. Yes, we are unique. In fact, I'll bring in another concept, and those are the love languages. Have you heard of those? The love languages? The love languages, yes. I think so. Okay, well, the love languages are a lot about personal branding, too. And a lot of people have heard about love languages because it doesn't really come from a biblical perspective, so it's kind of more worldly, but it definitely is biblical. So the love languages embrace who we are as well. So women, I encourage you to think about this, about your branding. What, how do you show love and how do you like to receive love? Um, are gifts of service or acts yes. of service, quality time, words of affirmation, uh, touch, or gift giving. Those are the way, those are the love languages. Would you mention those? That. Can you mention those again? Yeah, there are five love languages. There is touch. Yes. There is acts of ter- service. There's spending quality time. There's words of affirmation. Did I already say, and buying gifts. Oh, and buying so gifts. So you, you can use these in business as well. And if ladies, if women and men, if you take the time and just think about those love languages, those will help identify your personal brand. So are, are you saying these, you know, every a lot of the ladies that are listening to this, they go, I, you know, I do four or five of those things. I do actually do all of them, mm-hmm. but I don't know what my brand is. My, my listening friend, you've just identified a big chunk of what your brand is but but and and uh, the other thing is you may not know this but as you as other people are looking at you they already know some of these branding things about you okay. you you need to identify them and let, let the holy spirit embellish those and see what happens yes absolutely in fact i would really pray about this people pray about it ask god to just really um communicate with you what your love languages are and what your brand is and then ha- and then ask him to lead you to other people that you should reach out to and have them help you identify your branding yes well, and women do this better than men oftentimes and that is when when you have something you want to share you have a group of people you you probably my my listening friend of, uh, as a lady you probably have a circle of of friends Start out with those, that circle of friends, and maybe you be the uh, inspiration behind that group of friends. Say, let's meet together and just have coffee, and let's talk about God's branding in our lives, and I, and let them give input to you, and you give input to them, and at, at the close of this this time together, uh, you will walk away from this meeting and go, you know, I learned some things about myself I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. These are friends of yours, and they will give you honest observations on things like that and let's see where holy spirit takes it right i absolutely think that's a great idea call your group of women together and 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 help each other brand yourselves i love i think it's funny i love that too this is a great place for women to start who have not been in business before but know they're called to do more in life in ministry or perhaps in business yes 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 so my listening friend i'm going to have kathy give some more website information or Facebook information on this. And I want you to take note of this. And I want you to dig into this. This is something that the Lord's been, I'm going to tell you right off that you, you, in your heart of hearts, you know this to be true. The Lord has been stirring you to step out. We're in a time right now where the world is used to seeing people that have the pride issues or that uh, want you to know, know things from their perspective and they want you to do their bidding on things like that. And then big mouths. You've got a lot of people that are like that that way. So God is calling his kids to be honest and sincerely who they are. And that's going to speak louder than these mm-hmm. verbose words. It's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so if you hear this 
request coming through the radio right now to you. God is calling you to step out and be whom you've been called to be. Any further thoughts on this as we prepare to to, to go away? You were going to give us some website. Yeah, let me give you some ways that you can reach out to me and connect if you'd like to. First of all, you can email me at kathy at womenincorporated.com. Do, and spell that for us. K-A-T-H-Y at W-O-M-E-N-I-N-K-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E-D.com. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, especially for any of you women that would like to take advantage of our offer, for our online marketing membership group, reach out to me there and I'll send you the promo code. Yes, but also website and Facebook things as well. And our right? website as well, womenincorporated.com. And that's spelled again. Women Incorporated, W-O-M-E-N-I-N-K-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E-D.com. If you go there, you can get our freebie and that is a, a free social media content calendar. Yes. Very valuable. Great way to start out. Great, great. Okay. And then just find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Yes. I'm everywhere on social media. She's that beautiful silver-haired yeah. lady. I'm the sil- I'm platinum. I'm platinum. <laughs> oh, you know, I apologize. She'll get, she'll straighten me out when the yeah. microphones go off. Don't yeah. worry, folks. And then you know what? One other thing. I God has just called, just told me I should do this, Kaz. Um, you know, I'm a life coach as well, and I, I have a specialty in widows or grief. But I, I've been coaching women on life issues for years. God has just told me that if there are women out there that would like to coach with me, complimentary. The first uh, 20 women that reach out to me through my email, I will give them a complimentary coaching session, and it can be on anything from branding, marketing, or life issues. Yes, and you used a phraseology there, widow. I'm a widow coach. A widow coach. I'm a widow coach Here's the deal, my friend. A lot of you that are listening to this have that situation that that the husband isn't in the the mix anymore, and sometimes you feel lost. You don't know where to go, what to do. Kathy's been there, done that, and she has some insights. Yep. Website one more time quickly. Womenincorporated.com. My, my. And that's with a K. With a K. Womenincorporated.com. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Kathy, it's literally been decades since we've had a chance to -to face-to-face, and we need to do this more. What a remarkable lady. My friends, uh, I want to encourage you to uh, embrace some of the nuances that Kathy has shared with us uh, through this show, and also for you to just hear God's nudging and move forward into it. Uh, because this is the time. Mm-hmm. Kathy, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Oh, I've it, had a blast. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. Thank you, Kathy. Up next, my listening friend, I want you to uh, meet our Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent. Her name is Summer Ingram. Many of you in San Diego know her because she has been intricate and involved in San Diego, and then God stirred her to go to Washington, D.C., and uh, she is in the thick of prayer-related things in Washington, D.C., and she's got such a relationship with so many different people who are literally movers and shakers, you're going to really appreciate some of the insights that she has herself, but also some of the insights of some of the major leaders of leaders that she's going to be bringing on with her. That's this next hour on Come Together San Diego. So, Kathy, thank you for joining us, my listening friend. Stay tuned because we're going to have a great time when we come back. And we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Hey, friends, and uh, we are back, and I want you to meet this hour's co-host, 
This person is a frequent participation or a participant, shall I say, on Come Together San Diego. And her name is Summer Ingram, and she is in our Washington, D.C. area. And she is what we would call our Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent. And uh, many of you in San Diego may know the name Summer Ingram because, uh, pardon me, before I actually introduce you, Summer, bear with me because I got to brag on you just a little bit. <laughs> a lot of a lot of my listening friends know Summer Ingram because she was really a, a key mover and shaker and a, and a heartfelt prayer leader in San Diego County. And then God stirred her to go to Washington, D.C. And when that happened, I said, oh, we've got this radio show. Why don't we make Summer our Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent? So there you are. Hi, Summer. How's Washington, D.C.? Hi, Kaz. It's wonderful, and it's wonderful to be with you again. Well, thank you very much. You know, I brag on you a lot because you're a person, you don't, you don't like to, you, you don't sit on the periphery. You dive into where God wants you to be, and you, you're wholehearted in this. And if you want to have a person that's serious about pursuing the Lord, this is my friend Summer Ingram. So, Summer, uh, we're going to you brought on some major leaders of leaders uh, in in the United States that have different nuances of things that they want to share. If there's anybody who's at the who's got their finger on the pulse, it's you. And uh, we have your first guest co-host, Summer Ingram. Why don't you introduce our first guest and then we will get into some of the specifics of what you wanted to talk about through them. Go ahead, Summer. Absolutely. I would love to. Uh, I'm going to introduce Emily Cow. She is, uh, Emily is, has a very impressive bio and endless accomplishments, but for the sake of time. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at her, her bio sheet. Let me just give you a quick uh, overview of who she is. I, I lost you there. I lost you there, Summer. Oh, it said previously she worked at the United Nations and has held other key government agency positions. Yes. Um, she, really, she really is an expert in her field and is a, a very well-respected leader in the city and nation. So, yes. Emily, thank you for being with us today. Hi, Emily. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Yes, yes. It's a pleasure. As I, I think uh, uh, Summer's microphone got cut off. I need to just say you are the director of the uh, Richard and Helen DeVos uh, Center for religion and uh, civil society, uh, and also tied to the Heritage Foundation. So uh, we uh, we know a bit about the Heritage Foundation. It is a, a major uh, organization that uh, uh, is sensitive of what God wants to do. So wh- why don't you, I'm going to let you and Summer engage in a conversation. Summer, as co-host, I'm going to let you uh, carry the bulk of this interview. And of course, naturally, you can't stop me from jumping in. Can't stop me, but uh, anyway, Emily, uh, I'm going to let Summer set the stage here. Go ahead, Summer. Wonderful. I I do want to take a minute to set the stage. Um, We know that there are a certain set of fundamental concepts and principles that our founders believed were integral to our constitutional republic. Tonight, we're going to focus primarily on natural law. Um, Our founders intentionally connected the laws of nature and nature's God to human rights in the Declaration of Independence. Thankfully, these concepts paved the way for Americans of every color and class to finally end a global crisis of slavery um, in America. And now those self-evident truths that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights are applied correctly. Now it's up to each and every one of us to remain vigilant so that these human rights continue to be protected. Now, Emily, you recently hosted an excellent event with Robert P. George, who is also a thought leader on this topic. 
in conjunction with the um, State Department's second annual International Religious Freedom Ministerial. The topic was the Natural Law Foundation of Freedom of Thought, Conscience, and Religion. And I just want to add to listeners um, that they can watch the full video on the Heritage Foundation's website, which is heritage.org. Um, Emily, would you what would you explain what is natural law and why is it fundamental to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion? Well, thanks for having me on, Summer. Um, I think you you gave a pretty good description of natural law when you started off by saying that natural law is based on our understanding of nature and our understanding of human beings. That human beings are are unique because we have reason and we have conscience, and um, this leads to an understanding of the of the human good or the human flourishing. And it's from the concept of how how humans flourish, what constitutes a human good, that um, Professor George then reasoned from that point to describe what human rights are and freedom of religion, uh, how that's conceived in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Um, I think that human rights, right now there's a lot of debate in the West particularly um, between the left and the right as to what human rights are and the progressive um, or left-wing interpretation is that human rights basically are whatever, uh, you know, governments want them to be. So that's that approach is called positive law. Anything that is basically a man-made right can become a new right. So that's why you see a proliferation of new rights today, everything from right to a clean environment to um, rights to you know non-discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. So there's just an endless proliferation of new human rights uh, when they're not moored to an understanding so, of so Emily, natural law. So Emily, what you're saying is that uh, if you if you know there's a scripture in the in back of the book of Judges that says this was the time where every man or every person did that which was right in their own eyes. This is really what's going on here. People are def- redefining and redefining uh, morality, and they're de- 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 redefining human value and uh, and liberty to to their own liking. And uh, that's the the challenge that we're facing, is it not, Emily? That's right. I mean, that's been happening ideologically, philosophically for a long time, and we see the manifestation of it now in international human rights law with the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, you know, that was drafted in 1948, right after the Holocaust. And there was an incredible consensus reached by, you know, almost every government in the world at that time as to what human rights were at that time. Uh, But since then, there has been this proliferation of human rights, and now there are attempts to read new human rights into the existing Declaration of Human Rights and other human rights treaties, as I I mentioned a couple of them. And so it is just a hijacking, really, of the um, original understanding that the member states of the UN had when they all agreed to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Yes. Summer, uh, where would you like to take the next question for Emily? Yeah, why, why are the freedom of thought, conscience, and religion fundamental to protection of all human rights? And In other words, why would the erosion of freedom of thought, conscience, and religion negatively impact all other human rights? Wow. Well, it goes back to 
the foundation of the human rights movement. And the foundation of the human rights movement, at least in the in the legal sense, is that all of, all of the drafters of the Universal Declaration and all of the member states agreed that we have human rights because of human dignity. And what did they cite as the the evidence of human dignity? Well, they cited two faculties. One is reason and the other is conscience. That's in the first article of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. My. So the fact that human beings, you know, were unique and were different from other animals because we have these two qualities, reason and conscience. Uh, and so that's what makes our ability to you know, reason and to seek the truth and to live according to, you know, what our consciences tell us is the truth, that's, that makes it so fundamental to the entire human rights movement because it really is the, the basis for our understanding of human dignity. My. Can we, can we uh, have you come back for the next segment too, uh, Emily, and we'll dig more deeply into this, you know, protecting human dignity and human rights. It seems to be natural. It just seems like it should be. But there are so many people out there and groups that are alive and well today, actually, that try to abuse our uh, own natural freedoms and human rights to strengthen their own. And uh, that's an ulterior motive that should not be. I've got uh, Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent Summer Ingram and uh, Emily Cow with the Heritage Foundation and so many other things. We're going to be talking about this in greater detail when we come right back. So don't go away. And Emily and Summer and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Hey, friends. Well, we're continuing our engaging discussion with our Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent, Summer Ingram, and her friend, and now ours as well, Emily Cow, And she's the director of the Richard and Helen DeVos Center for Religion and a Civil Society at the Heritage Foundation. Heritage Foundation is an organization that many of you will know about. Emily, good to have you. And Summer, I think we're going to allow you to continue our riveting conversation on this topic about, uh, uh, you know, how, uh, the threat against human rights and, and dignity, particularly faith-based human rights and dignity. Uh, that, that threat continues, and I want, now that we've set the stage for this, Summer, I'm going to have you continue to, to ask Emily questions along these lines. Summer Ingram? Well, thanks, Kaz. We're actually going to switch gears slightly to okay. focus on parental rights. Okay. Um, and there's an alarming trend that's emerging related to parental rights, and I don't think most Americans can even fathom that parental rights could ever be endangered in the United States of America. Oh, my. But Emily has been a key voice sounding the alarm on this topic. And so uh, I do want to reiterate that to the listeners that we are not against anyone, but we are for protecting the rights of parents to raise their own children. We also don't inti- intend to strike fear but rather rather we believe that awareness will lead to positive action. That's right. And it's time to wake up, isn't it, Summer? I mean, we've been lackadaisical for too long. It's time for us to wake up. And I I, I just trust not only are you a person that's sounding the the trumpet, but Emily is as well. So, Emily, what do you have to say? 
Well, unfortunately, Summer is correct that there is a growing threat to parental rights, particularly from the transgender movement. And that's happening in two ways that I want to highlight. First of all, in education. There are four states that have passed um, laws that apply to public school curriculum that are imposing sexual orientation and gender identity curriculum on children as young as kindergarten. And in several states, there's no opt-out for parents. So this isn't like sex education where, you know, kids are taught sex education in middle school or high school and the parents can choose to opt out. This is in subjects as diverse as history um, and reading. Um, It could just come up in in all different areas and there's no opt-out for for parents. And so parents around the country have been protesting against this, but unfortunately, and I haven't seen any cases yet where parents have successfully stopped one of these laws from um, being enacted. So New Jersey, California, Colorado, and I believe Washington State have all passed these laws. My, my, and th- this is the amazing thing about this is that the parents used to at least have some level of autonomy to be able to say, my child isn't going to be involved in that. Thank you very much. But now it is so embedded in the curriculum that uh, they, 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 they ha- can have no say about this. This is uh, mind boggling and eye opening. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you're stirring people to make certain stands along those lines. Why don't you continue this and summer jump on in whenever you'd like? Well, one of the major threats to parental rights comes from the Equality Act that just passed the House of Representatives in the spring. And the Equality Act is is incredibly misnamed. It's actually an act that would introduce tremendous inequality into our society by making the ideology of sexual orientation and gender identity into a civil right. So it would codify an ideology and it would make disagreement on marriage and biological sex uh, the equivalent of racial discrimination. Um, And the reason why this act is a threat to parental rights is because of the curriculum issue, the elevation of this ideology into a civil right could ultimately lead to um, curriculum being imposed on schools nationwide, and that's what happened after the Civil Rights Act was passed in 1964, as Black History Curriculum was introduced nationwide. Um, and then the second area of threat to parental rights is in healthcare, and the Equality Act would make um, make it pretty much impossible for hospitals to decline to do transgender recommended hormone therapies and surgical interventions if they provide any of those services for people who are not identifying as transgender. So there have already been lawsuits against hospitals that did not want to perform sex reassignment surgeries. And this implicates parental rights because um, we're seeing, unfortunately, a number of cases in which parents are protesting against their children being administered hormones or having surgeries. And in several cases, custody cases, um, the parent who opposes it is being um, ignored by the courts. And in one case in Ohio, a family of parents who are married to each other, not, not in a divorce or custody case, they actually lost custody of their daughter because they opposed her receiving testosterone injections for oh, gender dysphoria. 
My, my summer, uh, I know this is something that you've been tracking for some time as well. What would you like to add and also ask Emily? No, I'll just say it is it is very concerning when we saw the that case in Ohio. It was it was uh, it's really unbelievable. It's almost it's almost unbelievable. But the reality is that this is actually happening. Certain citizens do to ensure that their parental rights are protected. Well, yeah, what can they do? Uh, first of all, I think they should learn about the Equality Act and. Um, learn about the dangers of the Equality Act, and you know if they're concerned, they should raise their voices. I also want to point out that there's a proposal to have basically passed something similar to a law that was passed in Utah um, that was an attempt to basically pass uh, a sexual orientation to an identity law and then have limited religious exemptions. And that approach is called fairness for all. And the reason why this is not a workable approach is because passing essentially the Equality Act and then exempting religious institutions, it leaves out religious people when they're not in in a religious institution, right? So our religious freedom is not limited to the four walls of a church or a Christian college. We should be able to live according to our faith in every area of society, in every area of the public square. So a compromise like Fairness for All would do nothing to protect children in public school, would do nothing to protect the parents of children with gender dysphoria. Um, Right now there are bans on counseling for children with gender dysphoria in 15 states. Um, An approach like Fairness for All would do would basically increase those bans and make them federal, um, federal bans on talk therapy for kids who struggle with gender dysphoria. Oh, my, my, my. Summer, uh, we've got about a couple minutes left in this segment, and, and we're coming close to a time where we have to, because uh, we, we have other guests coming on. So Emily uh, has joined us for two segments, and we are so honored to have you, Emily. Uh, a quick Word of encouragement or directive, Emily, uh, for our listening friends, and uh, then Summer and I will be back on a different topic. But Emily, I would be wonderful to have you give us uh, some further, very brief insights here to help us equip us. Maybe websites or whatever it may be, Emily Cow. Well, I think the the Heritage website, heritage.org, has a lot of information about the Equality Act and about the Fairness for All approach. My colleague, Dr. Ryan Anderson, has done several panels with medical doctors and with parents who have children who've suffered from gender dysphoria and from people who've detransitioned after having tried to live as the opposite sex. Really encourage your listeners to watch some of those panel discussions and to become educated about um, the laws that are being introduced. When you live in California, there's just recently been attempts to, you know, criticize pastors for anything that they say that is, um, you know, not going along with the new cultural orthodoxy sure, exactly. on sexual orientation and gender identity. And the Equality Act would, again, elevate that to federal law and make it applicable to people in all 50 states. So this is really a time for people to become educated and to make their voices heard. 
Yes, yes, yes. You know, in San Diego County, there's a an issue right now in the news. A transgender individual has been uh, invited to do story hour for young people in the uh, school system. And, you know, it seems like uh, that a lot of the uh, Christians uh, are have their hands tied in certain areas like this. It's a frustrating thing. So one of the things that uh, Emily... Uh, Cow has uh, offered is visit the Heritage Foundation and website and, and check out some of the videos, but also the other informational and educational things. And is that uh, give us the website for that? Would you, Emily Cow? Sure, it's heritage dot org. H e r i t h e e dot o r g. Very good. Thank you, Emily, for spending some time with us and kind of being the wall watcher and, and blowing the, uh, the the shofar of warning uh, on, our, on our behalf. We appreciate that very much. And uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Emily. Summer, we've got a lot more to do, don't we? We do, we do. <laughs> and we're going to, so I want to just thank Emily one last time for joining us in these first two segments. But when you mentioned this next segment, it really uh, enticed me. And it's talking about, you know, we talk about engaging in, in the environment and making a, a difference. You have a guest coming up in the next segment uh, that's going to talk about training up Christians to run for Congress. Uh, is that right, Summer? That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> so, my friend, if you've been kind of thinking about this, you might be surprised how qualified you really are and what you need to do to move from this thought process into the action mode. My listening friend Summer Ingram and I will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people, but most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello. Welcome back, my friends. I'm with the Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent, Summer Ingram, and uh, we're delving into some things that really need to be chatted about. Before we do, Summer, bear with me for just a moment, because uh, you may have heard on the, the airwaves on KPRZ of a venue, and I want to reiterate that to you. It's called the Revive Pastor Appreciation Dinner, and the listener event is happening Friday, September 20th. It's remarkable. It's not only remarkable for pastors, but also remarkable for those of you cherished listeners. And let me invite you to register or find out more about it by just simply going to www.kprz.com and then under events, click events, and then uh, you'll find out more about the Revive Pastor Appreciation Dinner and Listener Event. So Summer, we're right in the thick of some very heavy conversations here. And one of the things that really enamored me when you said uh, this next about this next guest, we know, you know, we, we sit watching the news and we are a bit frustrated about what's going on in our government. And we go, what can we do about it? <laughs> well, our, your next guest uh, here on, on Come Together San Diego has some answers, particularly if they're interested in actually running for Congress. Are you kidding me, Summer? Why don't you take it from here and introduce our next guest, Summer Ingram from Washington, D.C.? 
That's right. Well, I'm excited for you to hear from Jill. Um, Jill also has an impressive bio. She graduated from Harvard with a bachelor's degree in economics. Jill, Jill Gates. Jill Gates. Jill Gates. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, prior to co-founding Veritas Partners, Jill worked um, in the energy sector where she held senior positions in government affairs and corporate strategy. Welcome, Jill. Hey, Jill. Good to have you. Summer, Hi. As soon you. as Summer mentioned what the topic is we're going to be talking about, I said, boy, is this needed. And so <laughs> well, you want to you want to pose the first question, Summer? And I, I know Jill is she, I, I don't know much about her, but I know she's she's geared up and ready to go because of the very topic. So, uh, Summer, ask a question or two of Jill Gates and let's see where God takes this interview. Sure. Well, Jill, I would love for you to just tell a little bit about the vision and mission of Veritas Partners. Sure. Thanks, Summer. Um, Earlier this year in January, I co-founded Veritas Partners, which is a political consulting company. And our vision is to identify, recruit and fund godly sons and daughters to run for United States Congress. Um, so that's that's really our vision. And the Lord really began to speak to me um, a few years ago. As you said, I was working for a large energy company um, and did some lobbying work at the state level and also down in, on Capitol Hill and really got to see how the sausage is made down oh there. Just, yeah, it's pretty eye opening experience, but it was important experience. And around that time, the Lord began to speak to me through Jeremiah chapter 51, which is an unusual chapter. You don't hear people preach about it, but the Lord brought it to me over and over again through about two-year period and just spoke to me about eradicating um, the Babylonian occultic system from our government. That is what Jeremiah chapter 51 is about. And that is when we really got the vision for just raising up sons and daughters who are walking in holiness and can't be influenced by that to run for U.S. Congress. Oh, my. Jill, you know, I, I, I one of the things I really love about uh, Summer is she is in Washington, D.C., right in the thick of this, and she's identified different people who are in Congress. Uh, and once, once you, you enter into Congress, you realize that you're you're vision for for making a change sometimes is thwarted by other people with ulterior motives. So I really appreciate Summer, but her identifying you, Jill, and the vision that you guys have there, Veritas Partners. And and one of the things, one of the words that you said is, and fund, and fund. One of the big challenges, of course, if somebody's looking to enter into office, the dollars and cents is really an issue. So why don't you talk a little bit about that component and blend it all together? What a wonderful vision. And boy, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, we need to have a Judeo-Christian values embedded back into government, not only national government, but state government. So Jill, would you be so kind and Summer, jump on in. Yeah, that's that's right, Kaz. I think that funding has really become... Um, a type of warfare in its purest form down on Capitol Hill and in Washington, D.C. And I think that, as you said, funding is going to be a vital um, component of any candidate's strategy. I think if anyone's going to be successful, we do need to have um, the funding um, to get them elected. And I, I think what I would say to our listeners is just if people could just begin to um, understand God's vision, which is to bring the kingdom of heaven 
into the earth realm through these elected officials. And if we could just look at um, that work as a kingdom investment, I think that that's something that uh, that will really grow and, and bring returns over time. And even into eternity, it is it is bringing the kingdom and advancing the kingdom um, down in Washington, which is something we desperately need right now. Oh, my, my, my. Summer Ingram, you, you uh, are right in the thick of it there in Washington, D.C., and you work intimately with uh, Christians and people of Judeo-Christian persuasion uh, in government. What do you have to say about what Jill said? And then you might want to launch a question tied more specifically to Jill Gates and what she does through Veritas Partners. Summer Ingram. Well, I do want to say that there are many incredibly strong Christians uh, in the in government at the federal level as well as the state and local level, but there's definitely more needed. Um, as we know, this is a nation where we have a responsibility. Christians specifically have a responsibility to engage in the in in government. We we the people have a responsibility to uh, engage civically on a number of matters, but it's also part of the uh, part of the equation is to seek the Lord about our purpose, and and that could very well be taking a position in government. So I think it's critical that we continue to uh, pray for our leaders and also pray for those who are emerging leaders and that they get properly connected with organizations like Veritas Partners and so forth. Um, but it's, 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 it's the key. Christians have to be in position and using their, their biblical worldview to, to influence, essentially, yes. government and essentially all aspects, every sphere of influence. Yes, yes. Summer used the words properly connect. And uh, Jill Gates, help us define what that means for people that have been maybe passively thinking about this. Jill Gates. Yeah, thank you, Kaz. I would say that um, if people do believe that there could be a call of God on their life, or if you see somebody um, in your congregation who might have a call on their life to just really step forward, encourage that person, or if that person is you, um, definitely contact us. We would love to support you. Um, We can be reached at veritaspartners.us or info at veritaspartners.us. And um, the Lord's really directed us to invest in cutting-edge digital advertising technology um, to help these candidates succeed. Wow. Summer, any other uh, questions you would like to ask? You're, you're closer to this than I am, so you'll, ha- you'll be able to, to ask more pointed questions uh, of uh, Jill Gates. Well, Jill, I would love for you to go into even a little bit more detail as to what type of benefits people will receive as a result of of, uh, joining Veritas Partners. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are a full-service general consulting company, and... um, for those who are not, you know, in the kingdom, the, these companies are often known as the swamp. Really, the political operatives that saturate Washington, D.C. can be, you know, um, very much mired in some of the, you know, Babylonian occultic influences I mentioned. But we, um, again, we're a full service general consulting uh, company and we offer funding strategies. We offer digital advertising, polling, campaign strategies. So we really do everything um, that is needed for a, a candidate to succeed in this type of race. My, my much. And you mentioned you have 30, 30 years of experience, correct? Combined with your partner as well. So these, you, you all are gleaning from past experiences and, and a number of other uh, means in order to help develop these strategies. Is that correct? 
Yeah, that's right. Um, we do have experience both um, lobbying, campaigning, and a, a variety of uh, fundraising, a variety of different um, components of this um, this work. So yeah, we would love to support others in the in the way that we can. Yes, hey, Jill Gates, I'm, I'm going to ask you to. In the, in the minute or so remaining in this segment, would you take the floor on this minute and just be a real encouragement to listeners? They may not be uh, equipped themselves to do this, but they very likely may know of somebody. So would you be the voice of encouragement to these people? And then Summer and I are going to come back with an uh, absolutely loaded last segment as well. But Jill Gates, would you be so kind uh, via your experience and relationship with Veritas Partners um, be a voice of encouragement in the next minute or so to our listeners and give them a way that they can find out more. Jill Gates. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to reiterate that I really do believe that we're in that Isaiah 60 um, time um, that the Lord has prepared and that he's going to release his glory on people like ourselves who are sons and daughters and who carry the kingdom with us. He's going to deposit and he has already deposited just that spirit of wisdom, of knowledge and of counsel. And that I know there can be a lot of fear. Um, we, I've spoken to about two dozen candidates just this cycle and the number one thing holding people back is fear. And I just want to say that the Lord doesn't speak through fear. That's the enemy speaking. And I just want to encourage people to try to be motivated by faith and really um, consider this possibility of a call on your life. And just also say that I I do believe that while um, people from the kingdom may have had uh, a struggle to, to succeed in a run like this in the past, I believe that we're in a new era and that um, kingdom people are going to really separate themselves from their peers and from the pack in the eyes of, of the electorate. So I just encourage you to step forward and encourage those in your life to step up right now. Now is the time. We need you on Capitol Hill. Oh, my. Jill, website quickly. Um, yes. Again, it's veritaspartners.us. Very good. Jill, Jill Gates, Veritas Partners, and uh, we really encourage you to dig more deeply. If, you, if you're not the person, maybe you know somebody, but let's move this thing forward because God wants to have this nation return to its Judeo-Christian values, and it is significantly threatened these days. So, Jill Gates, thank you for joining us on this segment. It's a remarkable, wonderful lady. Thank, thank you, you so Kez. much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Summer. Summer, okay, it's, it's a pleasure. Summer, we've got this next segment I'm so thrilled about uh, because one of, every time I invite Summer to come on and just visit with me, she goes, oh, well, uh, let's bring on this person, this person, this person. And these are all leaders of leaders in different areas. So I always love when Summer comes on and get to find out who she's going to introduce. My listening friend, one of the things that ha- is happening right now, you know, we talked about uh, in empowering individuals to become involved in the, in the governmental system, but there are also people that are encouraging clergy and ministry people to dive in because a lot of times a pastor will take a a conservative bent where they don't have to be out there and vulnerable but God's saying it's time to you know answer your calling and move out there vigilantly and summer we've got a guest in the next segment who uh, you introduced me to and would you give about a 30 second just not even mentioning the name but just what our listeners are going to be destined to experience in this next segment and then we'll go to a commercial break summer Absolutely. Well, he has been instrumental in Virginia to help mobilize the church, pastors, prayer leaders, uh, even the policy 
councils and so forth in order to help shift culture, impact culture in this state. So we're excited to have him on the show and and believe people will benefit from what he has to share. There you go. Summer Ingram, thank you. You couldn't have done I couldn't have done a better job in introducing the next guest in the next segment. Uh, This is a person who's going to be able to stir you pastors into uh, understanding what your calling is and join other clergy and ministers who are doing the same. So Summer Ingram and I, with a surprise guest, we will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, the last segment is upon us, and uh, Washington, D.C. prayer correspondent Summer Ingram is with us and has been with us for the entire hour. Thank you, Summer. You know, when you told me about uh, our next guest, the term Black Robe Regiment, (laughs) that uh, commanded my attention, it sounded pretty cloak and dagger-ish, but really is not. Why don't you, Summer, uh, introduce our guest, and, uh, and, and we'll quickly dive into this topic uh, Summer Ingram, be so kind. I would be honored. Um, Reverend Bill Cook is with us. He's another accomplished leader with an extensive bio. Um, Reverend Cook graduated with his Master's of Arts in Biblical Studies and his Bachelor of Science in Mathematics from George Mason University. He's held a number of notable positions, and he is the founder of Black Robe Regiment. So welcome, Reverend Cook. My, my, uh, Reverend Bill Cook, thank you for joining us. And uh, I know you have so many things to share. So why don't we give you the platform and then Summer will jump in with a, a directional question here and there. So uh, Reverend Bill Cook and the Black Robe Regiment, how enticing. Well, thank you. for Thank you for having me on. And, and I, it's, it's a real honor to be with you. And uh, I am I'm so excited about what God is doing right now among pastors. It's, it's just remarkable. God, we're seeing the hand of God everywhere in the work that we're doing. And what we're trying to do, we, the reason that I started the Black Robe Regiment in 2012 and called it Virginia's Black Robe Regiment was because I began to learn at that time about the clergy of the American founding who were instrumental in the in the drive to independence and who preached political ideology, preached the political ideology in the charters of Liberty for 25 years uh, before the American revolution. So that when it came time to take those one, those great ideas and put them down on paper in the charters of freedom or the founding charters, the, the founders had already been educated. The education, that philosophy came from the pulpits of America. And not only did the clergy preach, truth as it relates to government and civil society, they also played an active role in the American Revolution, a dramatic role, actually. And I'll I'll share a couple stories with you about what happened. First is about Reverend Jonas Clark, who was the pastor in Lexington uh, when he was he was the pastor of the church, the North Church in Lexington. And um, the night that Paul Revere rode into town to warn them that the British were coming, he stopped first at the parsonage of Jonas Clark. The reason being that Clark's home was often a stopping place for some of the founding fathers. And that night, uh, he had Samuel Adams and John Hancock staying with him. So when when Revere notified them that the British were approaching to take the weapon stores of Lexington and to not return without the headless bodies of Hancock and Adams, one of the two founders turned to uh, Pastor Clark 
and said, sir, will your people fight? To which Clark said, I have prepared them for this very hour. My. He was a courageous man, and he, he played a key role in the American Revolution. When the battle was over the next day, we, he talked about not wanting to preach a political sermon, but being <laughs> afraid of what government might do. When the battle was over, he had lost eight members of his flock, and ten were wounded. Oh, my. And, um, you know, he could have said, well, that's it. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's just too controversial. What did he do? He took to the pulpit a week later, and he said, from this date shall resound the liberty of the world. And Samuel Adams said, oh, what a glorious morning this is. Oh, my. So Clark watched the battle unfold from his parsonage there on the lawn of the church, because that was Lexington Green was adjacent to his church. My, my, and this is really setting the stage for your vision here, Pastor, uh, the Black Robe Regiment. Summer, uh, any thoughts or questions for uh, Reverend Bill? We've got about uh, three, four minutes left. No, I appreciate the background. That's key. Um, I, I, I think one of the key concepts is that there was just a small percentage even that engaged in the American Revolution. Of course, we're not fighting an actual war. We're fighting more of a, a spiritual or cultural war, but we don't need a large majority. We just need a small percentage. And that's what you're doing, Reverend. You're trying to identify those who are who are uh, passionate about the cause and who will come together. What would you say to pastors um, who think they can't discuss political topics from the pulpit? I would say that the whole counsel of God encompasses civic duty, teaching civic duty. It's it, voting and civic action are not uh, something that we get to do as citizens. They are a sacred duty that God holds us accountable to. <clears throat> we are the salt of the earth and light of the world. So it is, it is incumbent upon us as salt and light to be the curators of our site, our society. And if we, we, the children of light, abandon the civil society to the children of disobedience, we will have tyranny as we see today. Mm. And I would, I, would, I would qualify what you said some. We really are at war right now. It's, it's a war by, by interests that are, that are hostile and foreign to who we are as a nation, and they want to take us down. And, and so we need to rise up like the pastors of the founding did and provide the theological and ideological basis of liberty for our members and challenge them. We are meeting with pastors all over the state of Virginia. We, we've had 300 pastors this year go through go through our pastor summits. And in those summits, I talk about the pulpit of a revolution. I talk about revolutionary pulpits, the last hope of a dying republic. We talk about a biblical worldview and other things. So we, and we're excited because they're getting the message and we're challenging them. Go back to your churches, register your members to vote. Take, take heart and you know, assert yourselves in the civil society. My, my, Reverend, Reverend uh, Bill Cook, uh, you, I'm sure you have some YouTube uh, uh, information and you also have a website. Could you give that to us? I, I'm so embarrassed to say we're running out of time because I'd love to have you I on know. for a few hours. <laughs> so yeah, uh, would you give us a, a way to connect? And also, there, there's some stuff I'm sure you put together that others need to see and hear. So would you give that to us, uh, Reverend Bill Cook? Yes, uh, the website is blackroberegiment.us. Facebook page is, is facebook.com forward slash blackroberegimentusa. And my email is rev at blackroberegiment.us. And uh, if, if anybody would like to talk to me, if anybody wants to plan a pastor summit, I just want to say to California, it's really hurting right now. Help my, is on the way. My, my, my. Reverend Bill Cook, and uh, your, your 
adventure. I'll call it an adventure because it is the Black Robe Regiment. My friend, once again, the the uh, website address, uh, uh, Reverend Bill. Black Robe Regiment, R O B E R E G I M E N T. Very good. US, Black World Regiment. US. Very good. Reverend Bill Cook, sorry we're out of time. My listening friend, go there, especially if you're a pastor or are friends with one or two or three or four. And uh, thank you for joining us on this short segment, uh, Reverend Bill Cook. Summer Ingram, wow. It's thank always you. great to have you. you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And Summer Ingram, it's always great to have you as my co-host from Washington, D.C. I'm going to be checking on you periodically so you can give us updates of remarkable things. We don't have time to talk about a baptismal pool at David's Tent in Washington, D.C., but God's on the move in Washington, D.C., my friends. And stay with us because we'll be able to tell you more later. Summer, thank you for joining me for the entire hour. Thank you, Kaz. It's been fun. (laughs) And my listening friend, always more things going on that you need to know about on Come Together San Diego. Check us out next week as well. Summer Ingram and Kaz Taylor say so long. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.